Hello everybody and welcome to the RaceFit Online podcast, the world's leading racing driver fitness show where we dive into the secrets you need to know to optimize your performance on track. Tune in for exclusive interviews, deep dives and advice from the professionals on all things racing driver performance. My name is Will Taylor, thank you for joining me and let's get right into it. It's lights out and away we go. Get in there, Lewis. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Okay, so guys, thank you so much for joining me again on the Race Online podcast. Um, yeah, I just wanted to create this episode really to talk about why racing drivers need to be fit. Now, to be honest, if you're asking this question, then you're probably coming from one of two angles. Either the first one is you don't know a lot about racing or you don't know a lot about motorsport, the conditions uh, inside a racing car, or you're just not taking your sport seriously enough. Now, in my opinion, I've always, whenever I've been involved in motorsport, whether it be um, supporting a driver or whether it be uh, as, a, as an engineer or mechanic or you know whatever I'm, angle I'm coming from in motorsport, I always turned up to the racetrack with the goal in mind of winning trophies. I go to the racetrack to win trophies. I go to the racetrack to win. Um, that's the ultimate goal from my perspective. And I think... Realistically, if you're involved in motorsport, you're involved in racing, and you're and that is not your ultimate goal, you're in it for the wrong reasons, um, or you're 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 never going to be satisfied. Um, and I think you know you're almost better off spending your money and spending your time doing track days or doing something doing something different because. At the end of the day, there's a lot of money, there's a lot of time, there's a lot of effort that goes into into motor racing. And um, ultimately, you're putting yourself into a competitive environment. And if you're not looking to be competitive yourself, then why are you putting yourself in that environment? So why am I making this point? Well, at the end of the day, if, if you're going racing, then turn up and show up and dedicate yourself to the cause of going racing and prepare yourself uh, and and live the life that's necessary to be competitive and to put yourself in the environment of being a front row competitor um, because if you're if you're not ticking all the boxes to enable yourself to be competitive then you can't rely on luck to to help you especially in motorsport you know we all know we've all been victim of victims of uh mechanical failures you know even myself as a mechanic or as an engineer you know we you have all this hope uh in terms of being successful and and achieving things at the racetrack but there's always uh, things that are left to chance, like collisions or racing incidents that happen out on track, whether there's there's so many variables that we can't control. Um, so it's really even more important 
to be in control of the things that we can control. And what we can control is the way that we turn up on race day, the way that we prepare ourselves uh, before a race weekend, during the off season, during the winter period, wherever it may be or however it may be, we need to be doing everything we can to make sure that we can maximise what we're doing on track. Because at the end of the day, if you turn up to a test day and you're tired, your nutrition's off, you're, you've got no energy, you're worn out from work, what's the point? If you, you know, if, if you've, a lot of people who are involved in motorsport run their own business or they're, they're, they're busy at work, if you turn up at a test day and your mind is still in business, your mind is still, you know, uh, is not focused on the job in hand, you're wasting your test day. You might as well not bother to do it. So there's there's a lot of things that kind of need to align. Um, and I'm very passionate about uh, trying to help people to show up on test days, race days, whatever it may be, to help improve their performance. Because I've worked with enough people in the industry, enough drivers, uh, and you know, even team members who have the, they have all of the right ingredients. They've got talent or they've got, um, you know, they've got the money, they've got the sponsorship, they've turned up, uh, they've paid for their entry, but they're not delivering the goods on track. And a lot of the time it's because they're not owning their, uh, responsibility as a racing driver to ensure that they are as competitive as possible. Now, obviously, technique comes into it as a factor. So you need to be, as a racing driver, you always need to be working on your technique, working on your skill set. That's a given. So having a, a driver coach is very, very important. Um, but really, preparation uh, before the race weekend and just general fitness, nutrition, sleep is a massive thing. All of these things need to be considered to make sure that you are in the right frame of mind and in the right, you know, everything is set up for your success. So my main aim with RaceFit Online is to provide the tools to those individuals who want to be successful, who want to take their racing to the next level, who want to show up on race days, who want to show up uh, and really be competitive and, and be hungry and be eligible for those trophies, eligible to be on the podium and spray the champagne, you know, because ultimately that is something that I've always um, strived for. Whenever I'm working with any driver, I'm all the discussion is always, how can we go quicker? How can we get closer? To those trophies, um, so so really, um, when I'm talking about my programs and the services that I'm I'm offering, you know, I I, I really want to work with people who want to be honest with themselves. They want to show an awareness of their own downfalls, their own areas that they need to improve and are willing to put their hands up and say, do you know what? 
I'm, my nutrition's not that great, or um, my fitness could be better, or my head's all over the place when I get to a racetrack. I don't really know what to focus on. I don't, you know, I'm not good if I have a, a bad session on track. It normally affects me for the whole weekend. You know, I want to work with people who want to look at themselves and say, do you know what? A lot of my performance is actually down to me and how I approach the weekend. And I'm doing absolutely everything I can to educate myself to give me the tools to be able to help people prepare in the best way possible uh, for, for, for ultimately having uh, the best performance on track. So, you know, I'm looking at um, strength and endurance training, I'm looking at fitness, uh, I'm looking at nutrition, and I'm also looking at, you know, how we can look at the mindset in a certain, you know, so remove, take a step back and look at how you can prepare yourself for a bad session, a bad qualifying, um, a bad race. How do you move on from that and how do you um, prepare yourself to show up to the next session, which, you know, sometimes, especially in, in uh, club-level motorsport, it's session after session after session after session. And you can have, you know, a bad start to the day and end up having a completely bad day because something's gone wrong in the morning. So I'm just trying to sort of, you know, work on as many different areas as possible to help people, uh, you know, really show up and succeed at the racetrack. So I think, if I'm honest, all of these factors play together. And a lot of it is based on your overall attitude and your overall approach towards your performance. And one of the biggest things I learned from working in Formula One is that it's very difficult to hide in a race car. It's very difficult to, well, it's almost impossible. All of the data that's recorded, the throttle position, steering angle, um, you know, brake pressure, all of these things are recorded. And ultimately, if you make a mistake, it's up to you to be honest with yourself and honest with your team and say, do you know what, guys, I made a mistake there. I, you know, uh, went in too hot or whatever it may be. And it's the same with, you know, with fitness. If you're getting to a point in the race where you can't sustain the same pace because the heat that's built up in the car is affecting you mentally and because you're dehydrated because you haven't thought about your hydration and you haven't practiced retaining water and you haven't um, prepared with the right kind of food, the right kind of carbohydrates before the session, or you're starting to feel sick because your lunch is coming up or whatever it may be, all of these factors come into play. Even if the way that you travel to the circuit, if you're racing internationally, if you've you know, arrived on an international flight that morning and you jump in the car, it's unlikely 
you're going to be performing um, to your to your maximum potential. So, you know, I'm trying to look at as many factors as possible to give the biggest overall uh, package for a racing driver to approach uh, a race weekend and and turn up and succeed. Um, I'm lucky. Enough, I've never been a racing driver, but I'm lucky enough to have worked with um, a lot of racing drivers, including some people right at the top of the tree, some Formula Two, Formula Three, even F1 drivers, and a lot of the people who I take a lot a lot of influence from always say you've got to look at the people that you that inspire you that you want to emulate the people who you idolize and if you want to become that person you need to start living like that person you need to start to do the things that they do have the routine they have you need to implement the things that they're implementing in their life to even give yourself a chance if if you think that you're going to uh, say for example my sport um, with, with with muscle building and bodybuilding if you think you're going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger on the stage but you're eating like a bird it's it's not going to happen you know if if you're missing training sessions if you're not hydrating enough if you're not taking the correct supplements if you don't have a coach, if you don't have someone holding you accountable, if you don't have the budget, it's not going to happen. So you, equally, you can't expect to turn up at a racetrack, even if you have a great skill set as a racing driver. I've seen plenty of racing drivers who it's incredibly frustrating to watch them because you know they have such amazing skill in the car but because they're unprepared, because they don't look after themselves, because they don't think about their nutrition, their sleep, their um, any kind of cardio training, any kind of strength training, because they don't think about that, their performance is hindered, or they find their limits quicker, or their consistency drops off, because they're just not looking at the overall game, they're not looking at the overall package that a professional or a high-performing racing driver delivers. And when you watch the guys that are on the podium, a lot of the time they make it look really easy. And the reason they make it look easy is because they're prepared. And they're not fighting from the back foot um, from the minute they arrive. So, yeah, ultimately, it's the race weekend a lot of the time is won or lost before you even arrive at the circuit and you know we all know that in terms of car preparation we know that in terms of circuit knowledge that's why a lot of people are getting into sims you know that's all great but you know ultimately um being in a racing car is uh, there's the, it, it's there's it's a, a harsh environment and you've got to be prepared um we know that a lot of the formula car drivers you know like um some of the F1 drivers, are losing three, four kilos in weight just through loss of fluids, uh, through perspiration, um, etc. And, you know, 
on the start line, their uh, their heart rate is up in the 160s, 170s. That's before they've even done anything physically taxing. So if you think that you can win a race and be the best without doing any external preparation and just turning up and basing your entire chances on skill, then you're approaching it from the wrong angle, I suppose, is, is the way to look at it. So I'm hoping that I can inspire some people who want to take their racing seriously, who want to show up and who want to get on that podium. And I'm hoping that I can, um, yeah, really give people the tools that they need to be successful. Um, and uh, and realistically, I think this, you know, this is a great combination of me taking my passion for motorsport and also my passion for um, for fitness and, and training and, and human performance, combining the two and uh, I'm really trying to make something special. Um, and in the next episode, I'm going to go through why I've decided to go down the route of online coaching and how it can help um, not replace the, the sort of um, motorsport PT that we, we all know. I think there's still definitely a role for them uh, within, within motorsport, but it, it, it provides a good alternative to, um, to those existing roles. So I hope this has been helpful, and um, yeah, I'll catch you guys next time. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I massively appreciate your support on this journey. If you like this episode, please let me know in the comments down below. Hit subscribe to hear more episodes like this one. And why not share this podcast with a friend? Also, please feel free to let me know if there are any topics you'd like me to cover in the future. But until then, guys, remember, in order to have what winners have, you must be willing to do what winners do.